Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Eagle Forum Capitol Hill update. I'm Tabitha Walter, the political director of Eagle Forum. And I'm Kirsten Hassler, Eagle Forum's executive director. President Biden gave his first State of the Union address Tuesday night. We have seen a year full of abortion rights, vaccine mandates, and unchecked immigration. His address ended up being a roller coaster ride of calls of unification despite his leftist agenda and intend to undermine what could be seen as his conservative leanings. Yeah, the glaring issue that Biden addressed first was the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The message has been unifying across both parties. Democrats and Republicans alike have denounced the recent events and have cheered on the Ukrainian people's resilience. The United States has imposed sanctions on Russia and made moves to cut off their access to banks and certain technologies. Republicans say the U.S. could do even more damage to Russia, though, while protecting our own independence. Last year, the U.S. imported on average 700,000 barrels of oil per day from Russia. Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas introduced a bill that would stop this altogether and restart the Keystone XL pipeline to make America energy independent. With Biden's call to buy American, this is exactly where he should start. But he is too focused on crippling businesses with energy inefficiency and climate change standards. As Biden moved on in his speech, he gave us all whiplash on a couple of issues. Biden's comments on immigration were surprising. He stated, quote, folks, if we are to advance liberty and justice, we need to secure the border and fix the immigration system, end quote. The border crisis was a huge thorn in his side last year. It's no surprise that it became a disaster after he reversed 10 Trump-era executive orders that enforced border security. Then House Democrats kept stripping out border wall and ICE funding from their appropriations bills. He even wrapped up the immigration issue by calling on Congress to give citizenship to dreamers. He continued to raise eyebrows on the issue of funding our police. He stated, quote, the answer is not to defund the police. It is to fund the police, end quote. Now, this is the same rhetoric he used while visiting New York last month. However, Eagle Forum reported on a leaked executive order that would significantly weaken our police forces by placing extreme limitations on them and allowing woke policies to take precedence. After 73 intentional police killings last year alone, we can't afford to lose more men and women in law enforcement. Eventually, President Biden sprinkled in his liberal agenda items. He asked Congress to pass the voting bills that would guarantee Democrat wins for years to come. He also asked for the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, what we call VAWA, a discriminatory bill that he sponsored almost three decades ago. VAWA has been rewritten to include sexual orientation and gender identity since its creation. However, Biden wouldn't mind that. He gave a shout out to the transgender youth in Texas and promoted the Equality Act, a bill that would push men into women's private spaces. It's no surprise that he brought up what the left calls, quote, women's rights. This week, Senator, Senate leader Chuck Schumer from New York quickly voted on the House-passed Women's Health Protection Act. The 46 to 48 vote failed as expected, but it came without warning. The only reason could be that Biden needed that talking point for his speech. He could show that something was being done on abortion rights without actually putting the work into it or caring that it passes. He could pin the blame on Republicans, and he did just that. 
His comment was brief. However, he followed up with a a tweet to keep abortion activists happy by saying, quote, the constitutional right affirmed in Roe v. Wade, standing precedent for half a century, is under attack as never before. If we want to go forward, not backward, we must protect access to health care, preserve a woman's right to choose, end quote. This sentiment will play out with his nomination of, of Judge Kentonji Brown Jackson. His promise of nominating a Black woman to the Supreme Court came to fruition last week, and his actions are ironic since he blocked Judge Janice Rogers Brown from reaching the Supreme Court while he was a senator. Regardless, according to Judge Jackson's previous rulings in activism, we can expect her to be anti-religious, pro-abortion, and pro-LGBT. Even after all of this... There has been a silver lining. Biden was not able to pass the full agenda he wanted. There was no mention of his Build Back Better bill because it was an utter failure. Other failed items include the Paycheck Fairness Act, paid family leave, expanded background checks for gun purchases, and universal pre-K. Despite his pleas for his voting and immigration reforms, he has been unsuccessful in that as well. We can thank our Senate Republicans and a couple of Democrats for stalling the worst parts of the Biden agenda. Eagle Forum is very skeptical of Biden's attempts at unification and is working hard to stop the left-wing agenda that continues to plague Congress. We hope that Biden's agenda can be further thwarted by voting in Republican majorities in both the House and Senate this coming November. And to learn more about our PAC efforts, please visit our website at eagleforum.org. And while you are there, be sure to sign up for emails and alerts. If you have any questions, please post them below. And as always, thank you for listening to Eagle Forum's Capitol Hill Update. From your house to the State House to the White House, this is Engage with Eagle Forum. 